Okay, first of all, I'm going to say thank you because I got a lot, a lot of emails after yesterday and just uh, continue to free myself and not being afraid to share my journey or story or embarrassed because I realize I'm not the only one going through things, especially when it comes um, to dealing with depression and realizing that it's depression you're dealing with. So I thank people who have reached out and the kindness of strangers, most importantly, support. And uh, I got an email from an individual who actually took a government job in New York and they were in the same position, just different, where they needed to have a roommate because they couldn't afford, obviously, the housing, the transfer. Um, even with, as they said, money I got, you know, for housing and that allowance is still expensive in New York, especially when you're getting into the city. So they sent over a link to an app where you literally, everything is one billion percent legit. Um, you're going to pay five, ten dollars here and there, but you can do credit checks, background checks and that, making sure that you choose wisely, most importantly, safely and a roommate. Um, and he walked me through how to set up for looking for a roommate. And on God on truth, I had like less than an hour walk me through it. I appreciate that because I really thought with therapists told me this may be feel difficult, but I didn't realize that, I mean, who would have thought something that I was, I realized my figure is going to be really difficult. Um, was really easy to set up and there's not just as he said there's not just the savings company but there's other ones that allow you to put ads up and connect with people so you can team up and you know live underneath the same roof and find common grounds and if you're a neat tidy person and you need to look for a neat tidy person and um, sleep schedules work schedules and that so you find the right fit so I asked him, like, how long did it take? It took him, he said, a month. So, but you have to wean through and find the right fit and you make sure everything's good. So I want to say is thank you because I know you listen to this podcast. Thank you for guiding me because it was like one huge weight off my shoulder. Um, Lord knew that I needed it. Um, right now with Eric, I'm on a different um, sleep schedule and that's fine. Um, just the less we have to cross each other right now. Um, Try not to really communicate or anything. Use a dry erase board text message. Um, today, you know, um, it's kind of like I said before, realizing that um, as an empath, you want to help people. And sometimes you need to sit back and observe and not feel and constantly feel like you need to help people in that. And you need to allow yourself for people to help you and not feel like you have to constantly take on this role. And I took on a mother role and I'm guilty of it. And I was flagged by therapists that you literally took on another role can't do that and this is what happened and what you created so it's like taking that lap of luxury and mom doing everything for you and literally mom set the sun free which I did um and I'd be guilty if I've I've literally have uh <laughs> made a mistake not once but twice I'm realizing now oh thank god for therapy because would I continue making the same repetitive mistake yes I'm learning why, but I was told is you also chose somebody that's exactly how you've been treated for 10 years. You chose somebody just like that. Because if you didn't, then why would Eric have kept five years, a really bad secret? Um, that's really, to me, in my opinion, is how I feel it's haunted me. Uh, it's caught a lot, a lot of emotional distress because I didn't have anybody during oncology treatments. But I walked out and everybody else had their loved ones and family and blah, blah, blah there. Um, I had just Eric and uh, Eric. Um, 
wasn't there emotionally invested. He wasn't there supportive invested. He was just there as a physical being. That's it. Right? And the reason I say this is truth is because Eric was uh, cheating while I was recovering at home. And uh, I didn't find it out till like three months later by accident. Um, but trying to figure out why I was being charged extra stuff with the internet and that. So, um, and Eric admitted that he had a choice. It was right there. So I, uh, that still haunts me. So I got two parts. I didn't have any support there. And B, I had Eric and he did some damning stuff. Um, and you can't get that back and there's not a do-over um, for him or anybody else. I, I'm still processing that. I don't know if I'm ever going to get past that hurt. Um, that's some damning stuff. I realized you were literally by yourself. Um, I felt like that. Um, my gut was right. But uh, I had to focus on the treatments and not a lot of stress because I would have probably killed me before the uh, treatments would have for the tumor. But Eric knew and reached out and asked for help and support the very first day. And this individual, um, I don't have to put a name because they know who they are, um, should have been there, right there, right there. And they weren't. And it wasn't because they didn't know where I was at. They made a conscious choice not to be there. Um, I'm never, as a therapist, going to be able to figure out why they did that and why they were absent and why they weren't there. Uh, they're the only ones going to hold that truth. And they're not speaking about it, and they won't talk about it. And they will take it to the grave. And it's not the first thing that they've done where they said they'll take it to the grave. Um, it's not good. Um, and I haven't gotten over it. I don't forgive it on either party. But Eric, as I was told, if he's not this kind of person, if he's not, and the thing is, is the word narcissistic came up, uh, gaslighting came up, because parental role models had told me that Eric was gaslighting them. And they went to a psychologist or therapist, whichever it was. Um, but this is God's truth to help me go my last breath to figure out what the heck was going on with Eric. And I was told he's gaslighting you. And they said they would make him, he would make him feel like they were crazy. And every time he'd do something, he would flip the script or blame it on them or turn it around. And I'm like, wow, uh, yeah, that's what I've been dealing with for years. Um, but I didn't know what gaslighting was. But I didn't realize gaslighting is a form of narcissistic behavior as well. Um, but most importantly, when it's coming from someone that you're married to, and there's a track record of this, it's a level of blatant disrespect towards women. And there's a track record there. So I'm not the first on the rodeo. Um, will I be last when all said and done? Um, I don't know. It's not for me to know or to find out. It's not of my care concern. Um, because most likely I was told the pattern that he chooses will continue. Um, is, uh, and I, I, it was hard to talk about that, of being flagged by somebody that I knew was just looking out for well-being, wasn't starting problems, just was honestly looking out for well-being, as uh, Eric got married to me for beneficiary reasons because of federal disability, that he figured, well, I may die soon, and I was really sick, which I was, and I'm going to gain a check every month for the rest of my life. Um, I won't be set, and I just have to marry her. Um, this was... Not just this person overheard it, but there was another individual that he worked with that brought this to my attention, that there was some conversation um, with some other deputies that overheard things. Um, it's not hurtful now, 
because I always believed with Eric's behavior and disrespect towards women, a track record, that there's something more there. It's like, to me, I felt like he always just looked for somebody that he can gain, something to gain or to take. Um, but I'm told people gaslight, that's what they do. And um, uh, to be told, oh my God, Eric's narcissistic. And gaslighting is a form of that. Um, <laughs> and not the first, not the last. That's hard. Um, it's hard. That's all I'm going to say. But um, I can't change. Um, I can't change anybody as a male. It's disrespectful towards women, and I have. Um, I'm not God. I believe God will change. Men who act like that. Um, love is love, you know. Men or women happens, but uh, let's hone in on men. I'm not going to change that, but uh, I realized I'm not the first already. I'm not the last. Probably not. But for Eric to um, band together and um, knowingly contact this individual, and they knew where I was at, and for years told me they didn't know, and I was told they were gaslighting you. Like, you had two people gaslighting you at the same time. You realize it's, it's the same kind of people. That was part of yesterday. It kind of put me like in a dark spot, not very good, um, and deal with depression. You don't want that. So I'm wise to. I recognize how I feel emotionally, and I'm making sure that I have the help I need and to have access to it when I need it. And um, whatever that's going to cost is going to cost because I'm putting myself first and my emotional well-being is just as important as internal, and I'm going to do both. But um, I told Eric today, you know, you literally, from a psychological point of view, you literally are the same because uh, you were being manipulated, um, you were gaslighting, and they were gaslighting. Um, it's like two forms of control. Two people try to control each other. And I'm in the background. Um, literally, this is mentally bothering me for five years and keep getting the same conversation because I need the closure and I knew there was something. The thing is, is it's not just closure. I knew my gut. This person was lying on the phone to me and they said they didn't know where I was at. I knew in my gut, my heart of hearts, because I truly believe my aunt is one of my guardian angels. And there was things in dreams I had that were so real and in color that I knew darn well. Um, my aunt was saying, no, this is what happened. Don't let them lie to you. No. No, um, I felt so strong on that and I kept on it because I just knew there was more to it. My gut was right. They knew exactly where I was at. Um, I had, I literally trying to make peace emotionally with realizing you've gone through a life changing event once in a lifetime. You can't redo treatments and you can't do a do over. And I had nobody there. I got to watch everybody else. And I walked out, I have all the support and their family and loved ones and people are there. And I had literally Eric who was just a mere physical being, as I was told, because that's all he provided. He wasn't emotionally supportive. He wasn't, he wasn't there at all, invested in it. Um, Eric, I found out three months later, was cheating on me um, and doing things while I'm at home recovering from treatments. And I didn't realize this, thank God, till like three months later when I'm looking at why are things on the phone plan and bills and what's this stuff and uh, questioning a phone carrier, and then they sent me this big list of breakdown and everything, and, it, and I knew. 
um, I confronted Eric and at first, of course, he denied it. But then when I put everything on the table, it was like, he just stood there. Um, it took him two days later to actually, for me to corner him to say, I need, I need an explanation. And um, Eric's explanation, this is the truth, is, well, you were going through college treatments and you couldn't have sex and this and this. Well, first of all, even a man who has prostate cancer and men are going through oncology treatments with prostate or people just going through, <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but it's crazy. People just going through oncology treatments in general. Who the heck wants to have sex when you're puking your guts out? Um, your intestines, your GI tract's a mess. Uh, 3D radiation, what I went through is you literally got like, it feels like a sunburn from my belly button to mid leg from the radiation zapping out. It's like red hot fire and you're going through the scabbing process and you're hurting there too. Imagine what your insides look like, but your outside looks like it. And who wants to have sex? As I was told, it's such a selfish act that he did that they're really to you not to forgive him is okay, because there may never be forgiveness. But the same holds true of, of somebody lying to you and not being honest. And as I was told, gaslighting you, because when you ask on, ask on a phone conversation, hey, you knew I was there, I had a picture of it on my blog, you knew I was at, and they just kept saying, no, I didn't, no, I didn't, no, I didn't. And they said, that's a form of gaslighting too. So you had two people gaslighting you, making you feel like you're crazy. But you didn't have two parental role models on Eric's side saying, hey, listen, I had to go to a therapist and realize that Eric was gaslighting me and we didn't know what the heck was going on. And good luck. Good luck with him. Good luck. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kim. It's going through this too, but good luck. Um, I don't want him here. I don't want him near. Don't come my property. Don't contact me. Yada, yada, yada. You know? I had a wonder where the depression that I've never experienced before because emotionally I've been really a strong ass woman my whole life. But you can only go through so much. I realized and I'm told it's okay to be overwhelmed to be depressed because you're going through a lot. And I am. It's a lot to go through. It's a lot to process. But it's damning as I realize that Eric's not even a friend because a friend has your back unconditionally. No friend would sit there and watch you and literally, Eric watched me be emotionally just spent of why is this person continuing to lie on the phone? They knew where I was at, and they're sitting there lying, like finding excuses for their absence. And I know they're lying. And Eric literally verbatim told me and said, hey, listen, I talked to him the first day, and I called him to be supportive because I need support. And they never came up. But they knew all along for five years. And the thing was, is why would you... As I was told, like, there's a point of keeping things quiet for the sake of someone. Then there's a point of doing that and it's maliciously lying. And you're really intentionally hurting somebody. And as I said by both trauma therapy and psychiatrists, this is exactly what Eric did. And he knows exactly what he does. And he knows exactly what he's not doing. And he knows exactly how to treat women. He knows exactly what he's doing by not disrespecting or by not respecting women, but disrespecting them. And he knows exactly what he's not doing. But Eric doesn't care. Because... He's in for something out of the relationship. And it's not because he's in a relationship or he's married because of love and unconditional how he feels about somebody. He's in it for something. But that's in other aspects of his life too. He's done it because you've been told that. It's called being used. <laughs> so it's tough. 
I'm, I'm trying to maneuver through this, which is causing me to be overwhelmed. It causes me depression. But um, I got the one part out of the way. You know, at 50 years old, I'm trying to find somebody to move in and to share a property together. It's kind of, I feel like it was, you know, I'm not going to be able, as I said, as I was told, you're not going to be able to handle everything on your own, period. Okay? You're just not uh, physically. If you didn't have things going on, okay, maybe. But, you know, it's just not feasible. And anymore, as I was told, you know, in day and age, is everybody has to have help. And it's okay to have people that live with you or companions or whatever situation. And nobody can take on everything and take on the world by themselves. And although I tried, just so it wouldn't work. So in that aspect, I'm okay. Like I said, I um, have a completely different sleep schedule than Eric now. It's so I don't have any problems with him. I can continue on peace. Um, anytime that he feels that he just wants to blatantly disrespect me as a woman and he knows that he's supposed to respect women, um, I was told as you're that mother role that you shouldn't have been like that, but you're an empath and you literally became a mother and uh, maybe that's exactly what he wanted and you fell into that role. But you now as a mother have set your child free and there's a lot of expect to continue the tantrums the fits um, when you're no longer appeasing and um, when you put boundaries down instead of saying I'll put a boundary down now you're putting them down um, by actions and like a child throwing a fit he's not liking it but when he disrespects me in that of course when you're going through things um, where you're ending a relationship or marriage and that sometimes when you share properties and that you can't in different states kick somebody out but with the help of an attorney you can ask somebody to remove themselves from the property if you feel like they're just starting things um, just to start things and starting arguments and um, I want peace in my life and I strive to do everything now and get the help I need to have nothing but peace in my life and to get past this dark part of my life which is depression which um, I thought I wake up today and everything would be great. I wouldn't have the depression. And I'm realizing it's not, as I've told us, it's a light switch where we're just, you're going to be able to turn it off. Um, like I said, I don't like feeling this way. But I realize that it's not healthy either for me not to be able to free myself and talk about it. Um, it's not good to be embarrassed about it because a lot of people go through depression, especially as I said, as I was told now with things going on just with the economy and the world in general, depression and people, a lot of people. Um, I was even told that hypothetically it's almost like one out of every two people are depressed they're going through some kind of depression now but people are just afraid to talk about it um and I, i'm one of those people because i felt embarrassed but i'm not embarrassed anymore and uh, i'm not embarrassed to say as i made a uh, choice of somebody that i thought for the first year made these big elaborate promises and showed me i'm going to be a great husband i'm going to be a great companion i'm going to be supportive in that and then after that year um it was done and it was just a slow awakening as i was told people can put on an act and a show but you can't do it forever eventually the true self comes through and his just happened to be a slow process but it's good to be on different sleep schedule it's good so I don't have to communicate and uh, less conversation the better and to just um, move on and continue with the support and the help I need. I don't know if I'll ever um, forgive for um, just 
two people lying to me. Um, one withholding information back. Eric wasn't on my side. Um, I told Eric that you literally were a puppet and uh, you got had.